Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Adlick. With me today is Stace Babcock. Daniel, the last episode filled me with existential dread and a end-of-life crisis, so I'd appreciate it if this one did not. I can make no promises. <laughs> I know you can't. That sounds more like a you problem than a me problem. Never change, Daniel. <laughs> Samson Davis? If we're making requests, Dan, could you kill up Dilly so I can get to my backup characters? <laughs> <laughs> Marietta Jones? Guys, I just did some Googling for something that's specific to the podcast, and I want you to know that our name isn't on all the lists that it needs to be, so we'll have to get on that now, won't we? <laughs> and Alex Finn. I just invented Gamer Jerky, TMTM, so look forward to that world. That's our extra <laughs> special Patreon tier goal, so if you guys could help us out if you have the means. If you get past the next campaign tier, there is a Alex Starts a Gross, Oddly Specific OnlyFans. You yeah. will get all the feet pictures, all of them, and I have dancer feet. Mm. So before we get started today, we have an important item of business, and that is we have another new patron. Wow, guys, we feel so special. Again? Again, yes. Getting close to that only feat. (laughs) (laughs) Getting closer and closer. Our newest patron is Panda John. Panda John is a new patron, and he is also the first patron who we've had no prior contact with whatsoever. Who are you? What? What? History patron. Who are you? You are obviously awesome, but you need to come join our Discord so you can chat with us. Come hang out with us. We want to know you. We would love to hang out. Thank you so much for your support, though, but come hang out. We would love to hang, get to know you. Till then, you're just a mystery. Maybe they're a vampire. They're afraid to communicate with humans. Even more reason. Marietta is just fixated on vampires it's it's okay you you don't have it's not at all disturbing Should i have chosen dinosaurs instead or like werewolves or like what would have been the appropriate vampire substitution vampire dinosaurs i mean i would have just gone with the theory that discord has a weird vampire filter where you have to be invited into the discord we're inviting you in if you're a vampire we say yes please (laughs) yes and Marietta, you didn't have to substitute anything. You live your truth. Oh, okay, okay. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I appreciate it. Although vampire dinosaurs, maybe we should think about that. Yes. But, Panda John, thank you so much for your support. We deeply appreciate it. And once again, we look forward to chatting with you and getting to know you. Glad you're enjoying the show. Come to the Discord. So, who remembers what happened last time? I think I'm going to pick on Alex, because I don't think I've picked on Alex in a bit. I thought I'd, like, skirt it off by doing that, you know, fun accent the last time. Ha ha, yes, that discouraged us. Ha 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 I don't think I can do one today. I'm sorry, listener, if you were hoping for that. <laughs> Any hoozles. Alas, here we are. Last week on Explorers Wanted, we made some unique decisions. <laughs> well, we we actually did some new Monero stuff, and we salvaged things and got six new ciphers. We will be interested to see how Dilly utilizes Flesh Eater. Atalia had four flashbacks. 
Um, after that, Atalia using her brain was just like, hey, let's kill off the Herks because there's 35 fun. We might have been able to get through like five or so, but 35 is a little bit too much. So she turned all the air into Argon outside of the bridge and didn't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, that was a little rude. It was a little awkward for a little bit, but then we all got into the bridge and we're like, cool, cool. We like the idea because it's easier that way. But then Stannis was like, hey, guess what? There's more people because Italia was just like, we need to make sure it's just Herks. Because the ship was like, hey, you have like cargo prisoner? Question mark. And Italia was like, we should check if it's actually a prisoner instead of just ignoring it like we do. Because that is our life story. You know, we just ignore things. And that's an us problem. We're going to have to self-reflect on that. So in order to go check out the new friend we had just discovered, we were going to play some sort of... You've seen in a lot of movies where the heroes running through passageways as a person's remote controlling the passageways around them. And Italia was very helpful in trying to look for a mask so he wouldn't die a horrible death. Unfortunately, she found one. My current working theory is that that one never worked in the first place. The roles were very brutal on that. And Nyx took the one mask and ran to check the situation and got her argon poisoning and passed out. After finding the situation, yes, she made it to New Jersey. Well, Italia, seeing Nyx passing out, dashed through the Argon, made it, and then found out her propensity to scan without question might lead to some angry reactions from people, and got the ever-loving stuffing beaten out of her, and then Stannis saved the day. I stand Stannis. Stannis, the real MVP? Mm-hmm. Who are you, Stannis? What are the secrets? What is the door? <laughs> so, yeah, you guys are in this room. Natalia is probably ready to do a recovery roll. She hasn't done it already. <laughs> and Stannis has instructed Dilly to start working on the teleportation device. She's keeping an eye on this creature and has said, we don't have much time. And the ship has started setting off alarms because as Stannis said, it appears the ship is hungry since it doesn't have this creature in the place it needs to be to siphon off of. And there's not much time to get off of it safely. Ooh, <laughs> ah, man, that was weird. It put my head in its mouth. Did you see that, Italia? I did see that. I was very concerned. Yeah, me too. Honestly, like, whew. All right. So, uh, we're going to get off of this thing. Can you fix it? I look at Dilly. Well, you're right about the needing a battery capacitor thing. Whatever you said. What, what do we need? Battery or a capacitor? I pull out one cipher and then the other. I've got these. One's lie eater and one is the mist thing. <laughs> Man, you really just want to get rid of that lie eater. <laughs> Stannis kind of looks over her shoulder like, it's probably a good call, Talia. You probably have no need for that thing. Dilly will reach for the mist animator. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> uh, so, Dan, what should I be rolling right now? Crafting, salvaging? Well, so, you know what you need. I would say that qualifies as a planned seed. Oh, okay. What does that mean? 
means that if you kind of know what that means, you could use a crafted Numenera roll to try to develop that seed into a plan that you could act on. I would like to do that. That sounds awesome. May I do that, please? Okay. So that is going to be... this. While the rest of the Numenera around this is incredibly complex, this sort of capacitor, as far as what you know it needs to be, like the sort of rough idea of the constraints that you got from Italia's analysis is probably only going to be a 12 before your crafting skill, and your crafting skill brings it down to a 9. Okay. Crafting tools probably wouldn't help me in this situation, would they? Not for devising the plan, no. Okay. All right. I'm going to add two levels of effort, because I can. Oh, my. Uh, that's... So that's down to a 3. Right. Keep forgetting that uh, levels of efforts are different between the first and the second. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it's down to a three, so I roll, and I get a 15. Okay. You think you've got a plan for doing this. You think the IO that you need, you could probably use the void stone that you got as IO if you didn't. You could either salvage the other Numenera or something else in the ship to try to get the IO that you're looking for. Otherwise, the void stone would probably work. For this case, the sort of biomechanical IO that you got is probably not a great fit mm-hmm. for it. And it would probably take one part and one synth to kind of craft this. But that and you think it would probably take you to do it very carefully, it would be two hours. We could do a sliding scale. Like if you wanted to, you could like you think it's only like a nine to actually build it, but if you apply effort to it and are successful, you could bring it down to an hour to construct something that's relatively safe enough to use for this purpose. So I have a book on crafting Numenera. Would that help with the uh, time or just the difficulty? It just helped with the difficulty in this case. Because you're guaranteeing that you're going to spend 30 minutes if you're going to be resorting to that book, so there's only so much it can help mm-hmm. you. Okay. I'm going to use the Void Stone as the Iodum. Okay. And could you say again, if I used uh, the levels of effort, that would decrease the time? You could bring it down from like a two-hour project to a one-hour project. What that means is you could use one level of effort for ease, and you could use another level of effort to speed up the process. Okay. Could I use two levels of effort to speed up the process and then have the book ready since I'm probably just going to have to spend a half hour anyway? Sure. Okay. So with train. So this is a nine to build it. You're trained. That brings it down to a six. If you're going to use your book, that brings it down to a three. And if you're going to use two levels of effort to bring it down to like a 30-minute project? Is that what you're aiming for? Yes, because then I also have the tools, and then I think they'll make it a freebie. Yeah, I'd say so. So spend the points, and you've got it, and your materials. I will do just that. And then I will inform everyone that this is going to take a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Dilly, you think from what little you can tell from the power needs of this device, this can probably manage three shots. Your capacitor can survive three activations in this system. All right. I think I have it. It's got three shots, though, so I don't know if that's... How big is the... uh, There's a teleporter pad, I imagine? No. Oh. Well, sort of like there is space in here that feeds the teleporter. It's not like you can, like, randomly pick things to move from here to there. Wherever you're going has to be a line of sight from the ship. And anything that you want to teleport has to come out of this room. So what you mean is that everything that's in this room would get teleported? Is that what you're saying? Or 
No, I'm saying that anything you want to teleport, you need to first get to this room. Okay. And as long as it's going to the same destination, anything that's in the room that you want to include can be included in the one activation. All right, I tell the party that. So, I guess, I don't imagine our new frenemy is going to be going to the same place that we are. No, I don't think they are. But we still need to get the cart, right? At least the statues. I don't know if you need the whole cart, but you at least need the statues. I mean, I don't know how you would get the whole cart through here. The corridors aren't wide enough to move the cart through it. Well, actually, do we need the statues? Do we need to bring those to, um... We didn't need to bring those to Mama J. We just had to find them and then account for them. The goal is to get them to Charmond. Okay. Stannis just needs to get the crystals to Shalmas. Yeah, so three shots, so... We just need to get the card, I think, and then we can leave and let this... Well, Stannis, are you planning on taking this ship back to Shalmas? Not with 30 Hercs and this thing on board. She motions to the figure over there, like, I'm not going to take that risk. Honestly, running into Saliana is probably safer than, you know, an hour trip back towards Shalmas with all these things on board. Hit it. And honestly, I don't think the ship will last that long. I honestly think our new friend here is the power source. I don't think the heart can keep doing what it needs to do without them to siphon. So one thing I will say, Cha-Cha and Italia, the things that you have figured out about the ship. The ship is designed to be in constant motion, like we mentioned before. And as we mentioned before, the gravitational force is what kind of shifts the ship back and forth. Mm -hmm. So the idea is, is that this ship's incredible speed of movement is its default state. Anything else about it, any other manipulation, any steering, any slowing, all of that is coming from the gravitational forces. So this ship is like the reverse of an air brake. I don't know if you guys know how air brakes work, but air brakes are basically, they are constantly trying to push shut. And the only thing that is keeping the brake from slamming shut is the pressure of the air inside the system. Oh, it's going to fall out of the sky. Well, no, the gravitational force is the only thing that keeps this thing from continuing forward at a straight shot forever until it reaches a crashing point. Oh, God. The gravitational force is what makes this thing behave like a ship instead of like a missile that's just going to keep going until it slams into something, whether it's on this world or another. So is our new frenemy willing to help us, you think? I, I think our new frenemy is more interested in just getting free. I think they've been trapped here for... A long time. I mean, I don't think it'd be right to ask them to keep powering our ship, especially since we're probably not going to go where it wants to go and we're just going to do what we want. So I think the better option is for us to get off the ship with what we need and kind of be like, yo, you can have this ship because it's actually just going to go on forever till it explodes. Like our sun. Or what? Actually, never mind. I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking like, Will they help us, like, kill the bugs when we try to get the card? Um, maybe. I don't have a lot of depth with the language. Okay. So that's a rather complex concept to try to get across. I mean, it's just her, I, like... I could do the environmental control thing again after this guy leaves. 
Oh, I could just use the breather then and go get the cart. Yeah, how did that work for you? Why did you stop moving? Oh, I got this like sudden pain in my head, dude, and it hurt really bad. But I was like, nah, shake it off. And then I came in here and I saw this guy and I was like, yo, what's up? But then I got another pain in my head. And then uh, it's sort of hazy after that, I'll be honest. It put me in its mouth, and that's all I remember. Stannis sighs and says, Cha-Cha, do me a favor and check the breather for me. Oh, okay. Cha-Cha kind of goes through and sees if she understands anything about it. Give me a nine understanding of Nera. Say, I am trained in this. Mm-hmm. So it's a six. Eleven. The breather works, but it is formulated for a different species other than humans. So the air it was producing is close enough that you wouldn't obviously notice it at first, besides it smelling funny. Oh. Nyx was essentially breathing a mixture that would have been slowly poisonous to her. Well, slowly, as in, like, not instantaneous. It occurs to you that probably the only reason Nyx is alive is that the breather got taken off of her at some point, presumably by this creature. Nyx, this isn't for people or abhumans. This is for something else. Oh, you know, I honestly thought it was the weird bodies that were doing that. It makes sense. So how about no? Nyx, probably since you had the most time to look at them as you were going by, you realize that those columns, those humanoid figures that were skinless and embedded in the columns about 10 feet tall, are mutilated versions of the creature that's over here against the wall, watching Stannis warily. Awkward. Wow. Uh, gee, dude, I'm sorry. That sucks. It doesn't understand you. It doesn't know our language. No, but I feel like maybe it, it understands tone a little bit, Stannis, or like, no need to be not polite, you know? Fair enough. I guess I'm gonna go get the cart. I'll kill some Hurricks or whatever. It's Don't go by yourself. There's 30 of them. And the cart won't fit through the corridors. You're going to have to bring the statues up one by one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look on Samson's face. <laughs> one thing after another. Cha-Cha will go with her. How many statues were there? How many can we take at a time? Three. There are three statues. Each one of them is roughly human in height. They are basically humanoid with crab faces. If I take ten minutes... I can I can heal a little more if I take a 10-minute rest. I just have zero might right now, so I'm not really helpful with carrying statues. We have uh, 10 minutes is probably doable. We probably can't wait much more than that to get things going. Okay. The ship is about to... The gravitational systems on the ship are without their power source. They're, they're going to fail soon, and the ship is just going to become a missile into the night. Okay. Well, that got me some might back, so cool. If you have some points in all your pools, then you are no longer impaired or debilitated. Oh, okay, cool. All right, and then... You are once again hail. Yay! I'll go I'll go with them then. We're taking 10 minutes. I'm also going to take my action in 10-minute recovery rolls because I'm also a little low. Six. Okay. Are you guys working as a group, or are you splitting up into teams? Uh, Stannis, do you do you want to be alone with this guy, or should we leave someone with you? As long as no Herc show up, I think I've got this for now. There's one door? There's one door. All right. Can you just shut the door? 
I don't have time to fiddle with that right now. I have to keep an eye on our friend here. All right. Hey, how about uh, Italia and Chacha? We go. Dilly, you want to do your thing here with Stannis? We'll BRB. Are you doing this while Dilly's doing the repair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay. So you guys are going to get the statues? Mm-hmm. Which is fine. The statues are not particularly heavy. They're not made out of, like, it's not a heavy metal. It's synth. They're just plastic. <laughs> well, synth is like, it's like a hybrid of metal and plastic. So it's, it's like metal, plastic, ceramic, all wrapped into one. So Dilly, as you're doing your work, Stannis is standing there keeping an eye on the screws. This creature is just like watching you both warily the whole time. And Stannis's hand keeps glowing. And she says, that was brave of you, Dilly. I'm proud of you for going to help your friends. I, it wasn't. I knew you had it in you. You didn't know. Probably better than you think. What? Keep working, Dilly. Cryptic ass, motherfucker. Some brave. My friends were in danger. Damn. Yeah. And what do you typically do in combat? I try to get away from it. Try to yeah keep others out of it. Yeah. You ran towards it this time, though. Not the intent of fighting, just the intent of protecting them. I would say that's the better impulse. Dilly kind of squints at Stannis, just not quite getting what she's getting at, but continues working. She looks over her shoulder at you and winks and says, we'll make a guardian of you yet. Dilly blushes. And then we uh, cut back to the rest of the crew. You guys get back to the cargo bay without running in any hurricks. Are we crushing on the same person now? No, I, I don't know. Was Italia crushing on Stannis? I mean, we did have that moment, if you recall, in which she was going to kill me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Italia was kind of into it. It was very romantic. <laughs> Italia's just, like, holding a flash for if a group of them appear mm-hmm. as we walk. So there are three statues, and there are the box of crystals. We need to get those crystals for Stannis. She's kind of been clutch. Can I put them in my backpack or something? Sure. Okay. I'll put them in my pack. Okay. And then I'll grab the statue that seems like I might be able to lift it. <laughs> okay. For um, Cha-Cha and Nyx, it will be a 12 to carry these statues. For Italia, because the crystal box is a little bit heavy as well, it'll be a 15. You want me to take those crystals, dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll have those. Right over to Nyx. Okay, so Nyx has the crystals. It's a 12 for Italia and Cha-Cha and a 15 for Nyx. Right. I'll spend a level of effort because I don't need to fuck this up right now. Yeah, I'll spend right. two because the same. Cha-Cha got a 15. Smart, Cha-Cha. Mm. S- smart. <laughs> That's a 16. Great. Nice. I'm just like carrying it around the middle too. Like I just like squatted down and picked yeah. it up. Just like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What did you get, Stace? 17. Okay. So you guys are carrying them and you're on your way back. Samson, could you roll D20 for me and tell me if you hit even or odd? Even. Okay. So you guys make it back to the teleportation room without running into any hurricks. Good work, Samson. Meanwhile, Jeski is kind of like roaming around Italia, just kind of like almost in the way. <laughs> just kind of thinking that they're playing some sort of game with these statues. You get back in and you see that Stannis is still standing there in almost exactly the same position, hand glowing, staring at this creature who's also squatting in almost exactly the same position, 
and there's Dilly wrapping up his device and getting ready to install it in the machine. Oh, you guys made it. It's been so awkward. Uh, Dilly, can you believe I carried this all the way here and I'll set down my statue? <laughs> yeah, they're not that heavy. <clears throat> it's the size of me, sir. I think this is done. I think we're good. Uh, it only has three charges, though, so are we all going to the same place? Well, I think Stannis is going somewhere, Her, our purple friend is going somewhere, and then we're going somewhere, right? I think our best bet is to get the fuck off of here and let our purple friend do whatever they're going to do. Yeah, so you need to go to Shalmas, and we need to go to Shermond. Well, Dan said that the teleportation only works with line of sight, so... Okay. We can only go straight down. Do you want to just come with us to Charmond, or do you want to navigate this back to Shalmas with our friend here? No. Uh, Stannis needs to go with us, because she, the statues need... Crystals need to go to Mama Jiren, too, don't they? Crystals, crystals need to go to Salah in Shalmas. But Stannis says, yeah, I'm not taking the risk of what this thing might do after the first time the teleportation is used especially if I'm the only one left. It's cowed right now, but that's not going to mean it won't try something stupid. It's been... She pauses for a moment, and she takes a deep breath. They've been suffering for a very long time. Aww. You said this was the actual heart of the ship, right? Well, the ship was siphoning energy from it. Whoever built this ship thought this thing's kind were no better than fuel cells. All right, so uh, that's sad. You guys want to get going still, kind of? Yes. Let's leave immediately, please. That'd be great. I push the proverbial red button, or I'm about to just double check. Hang on, where in Charmond are we going? Nix's house? Mama Jaren's? So you flew away from Charmond for a bit, so your line of sight means that you can only shoot for either somewhere outside the city, or on some rooftop of a structure that's big enough to see from here. And what would that be, Daniel? Like the palace. I don't think we want to be on the roof of the palace. Uh, can we be outside the city wherever it's most accessible to get to Mama Jaren's, I guess? I could try to put us right next to the river. Because there's a river that goes through Charmond into... Mm, that's right. So I can try that, and then we can try to find a boat in. I just would like to get off the ship. I'm fine with whatever. Yeah, you said three charges. I would like to be dropped. You guys can deal with the statues, right? I'd like to be dropped by the gate near my parents' house. Yeah. Maybe we could just all go there. Okay. Statues are going to be pretty conspicuous. You guys would know that. Yeah, but we got that no paint, so we're good. Oh. Well, the no pa- you have enough no paint to cover one statue. We'll figure that out when we get there. All right. So how is this going to work? Do I need to... <laughs> the classic party response. <laughs> <laughs> so how does this work? Do I, need- do I or does uh, Natalia, with the understanding Numenera, need to do something? Or do we just push a button and go? I think either you or Italia would know enough to say, like, to identify the things in this room that need to go and to target that location. Okay. I'd be happy to assist. So it'll be an understanding Numenera role with Italia's assist, Dilly. I think Italia should lead the charge and Dilly will assist. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. Italia, you will get an asset because you figured out a lot of the other stuff about this. Okay. And I will spend... Two levels of effort. Well, I haven't even told you the target yet. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Slow down there, champ. <laughs> so the target is a 12. Okay. 
You're going to have an assist from Dilly. Right. Brings it down to a nine. Okay. Um, I'm going to spend a level of effort. Okay. That brings it down to a six. Now, is anybody else having flashbacks to Galaxy Quest where the pig lizard turned inside out? Yeah. And it exploded. <laughs> yeah. And, ladies and gentlemen, that is a natural 20. Ooh. I thought you were going to get another one. Ooh. What would you propose as a major effect? I think we're, like, hidden wherever we teleport. Hmm. Okay. Well, this is, this is for Nyx, right? I thought, I thought we were. I was trying to always... have us all go together. I don't see why we need to take these statues back to Mom and Jaren's before we figure out what the fuck's going on in Nyx's house. Okay. I, I, I thought mean, we were Nyx first. Never mind. You're just going to carry the statues around until then? Or for him, we can hide them. <laughs> Options. Okay. I don't know. I guess we don't have to do it that way. I could retract that. No, if we're going all together, then your proposal is probably... I figured if it was just, like, near an entrance to the city, that would be, like, as close as we'd want to get, because I don't think we want to be teleporting on top of the palace. Well, that also means that we're going to have uh, this new guy with us as well, who will also probably... I thought we were just going to leave new guy on the ship, and new guy can figure out his own shit. Yeah. That was what Stannis was proposing. That the rest of you guys leave and just leave new guy to live his best life somehow. Okay. I understand now. I'm paying attention. Yes. All right. Let's do it. Do the thing. I'm into it. All right. I'm going to do that then. And I I guess I want us to be as close to the gate as possible, but like someone hidden like behind a tree or something. Yeah. Or maybe like behind the curve of the outer walls or something like that. Okay. So, yeah, you managed to do that, and bef- and as you're getting ready to charge that up, you see Stannis take a step forward towards the creature, and she seems to be murmuring something under her breath. Does anybody want to make a perception roll to try to hear what Stannis is saying? Yes. Yes? Um, yes, I'm trained in listening, thank you. Okay, so the base target is a nine. If you're trained, it's a six. Great. Ten. Three. It's a twelve. Okay. Dilly doesn't hear Tell you we focus. Nineteen. Okay, so you all hear, and Chacha hears particularly clearly. Everybody hears from Stannis. I wish you the best and a safe journey to rest and vengeance. And then Chacha hears, "May the garden hold you in its boughs and comfort you the rest of your days." And then you guys all teleport. And you are now outside of Charmond. You are around one of the corners here. There's no guards anywhere in immediate sight. There's the main trade gate, which you probably don't want to carry the statues through. That's probably a bad idea. But you guys could try to hide the statues, or it depends on what you want to do. You guys got that? Because I'm going to go. You should go. Um, at least one of us should maybe stay with the statues. I don't know. We need to go to help Nix's family, though. Stan says, I can watch the statues. I'm outside the city. I can stay here. Just make sure the caller knows and tell her that it'd be nice to see her again. Oh, yeah, I got your crystals. I appreciate that. Um, if you could hand those over. Oh, yeah, here they are. I don't know if we'll see each other again anytime soon. Well, it was cool. I hope these just get to Mama Jaren, but we need to go, huh? And I'll, like, tap Nick's on the shoulder. Yeah, I mean, Nix is saying this as she's like walking away. She's like, it was cool. Sorry, I got to bounce. I hope we see you again. I'm sorry my mom wants to kill you. <laughs> she can get in line at this point. She probably wants to kill me, too. I accidentally killed her best friend, incidentally. 
Whoops. She's got a soft spot for family. Mm-hmm. Guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Let's go save your family, though. We should do that, like, right now. So you guys are heading into Charmond. As we get to the gates, Dilly's going to use a new ability. Yay! Ooh. Um. So I think I can disguise us as we go in, like all of us. As long as we're all in sight of me, maybe? Probably best to stay in sight. Okay, yeah. I mean, I love being with you, Dilly. What? What? Let's go. Onwards, upwards. Let's all be together. Okay. Natalia, that's really nice. I thought so. But yeah, Dilly, hurry up. Let's go. All right. Uh, Dilly casts his disguise, which is two intellect points plus one for each addi- additional creature. And each of us it looks to be a different person. Sick. Mm. What are you basing your illusions off of? I think customers he has had in the past. Mm. So I think Nyx looks like some hoity-toity nano who's come in, think he's better than me. Natalia <laughs> looks like some adventurer who's just trying to get his stuff identified. Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha, I think, is going to look like a wealthy nobility type. Big mustache. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And how about Dilly? Shit. Uh, Why don't you have him be the other shopkeeper that we know is dead? Well, no, <laughs> that's a bad idea. Well, only the Nixos know he's dead. Oh, I have an idea. What's your idea? Dilly, I'd offer you an XP. Well, I guess I have to take it. I don't got no XP. Okay. Will you give the other XP too? Let's give it to Chacha. Woo! Okay. Dilly, um, I think you have disguised yourself trying to be somewhat nondescript. But what you end up doing is looking like sort of an uncanny valley combination. Of a Sidra and Aces. Oh no. You found their love child. Yeah, I think he does that almost like unconsciously. Just because mm-hmm. those are probably the two people that are on his mind at the moment <laughs> as he enters the city. Yeah, like the two scariest people he can think of coming into town. Yeah, shit. <laughs> okay, so you guys come into town. Um, not far from the town is the Wayhouse of the Benevolent Society of Travelers. You could either stop off there or you could head over to the more well-off areas where Nix's family are. I think we're just trying to get to Nix's house. Yeah, that's... yeah. I feel like we're high-tailing it there. I would like to, like, be on the lookout to see if anyone is, like, trying to follow us or anything while we're, like, on our route there. Okay. Um. Do me a favor, then. Give me a perception roll. Okay. And just add a plus three to whatever it is. Yeah, I am trained in that. Seventeen. Seven. Okay. So I haven't decided if something is going to, somebody's going to spot you or not yet, but we'll, since we already added your plus three, we'll just hold that in reserve. It's 17, so it by the way, not sense. seven. Oh, so it's a total, 20 yes. total. Okay. I'm really looking. Okay. So you guys make your way to Nix's family's house. Nix, as you approach, you see that the door is closed, but there is a sign on the door. What's it say? The sign says, by order of the queen, this building is currently property of the crown, and there are no lights on inside the house. Uh, the queen? How did the queen get involved with this? Let's get inside, Italia, if you don't mind. I'll, uh, I'll lean up the door and, like, chat amicably with uh, Nyx while I open the door, or try to pick the lock. Okay, so give me a lock-picking Okay, and I have tools for that now, and I'm also 
trained in lockpicking and tinkering with devices in an effort to make them work. Or at least work for me. So that is a three for you. Great, let's do that. That is a 12. Like, I just very casually open it. I'm like, so I'm unlocking it, but I'm like, my voice is like an octave higher. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure everything's fine. Very casually unlocking it for Nyx. <laughs> Quick question, Dan. Does that particular sign mean anything to the Charmon natives? Like, is there a specific meaning or implication? Yeah, it could. Um, give me a sort of six intellect roll. Seven. This is the kind of thing that shows up when the queen has arrested somebody and is doing an investigation. Okay. It is not, it's not obviously that, like, it's not intended to be that. It's sort of like when a politician says they're stepping down to spend time with their family. Like, it is, like, there is something going on here that is much worse than it looks like. Okay. Okay. But the door is unlocked now. Yeah, uh, I think Nyx knows enough about how Charmond works at that level to know that it's very bad. But uh, so, yeah, she'll walk in and is there anything obviously wrong or out of place? Definitely looks like somebody has been searching through the place, not destructively or anything like that. But it's definitely looks like cabinets have been open. People have searched it. Not not rudely so, but like there's definitely been somebody that's combed through here. Not ransacked, more of a casual once-over. Yeah. Like they have time to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, would there have been any place uh, that, like, growing up, you know, if, if Nyx or her parents need to leave each other notes or things like that, um, Nyx wants to check that. You don't see anything there. Um, the only thing that kind of... The only thing you can think of that... Because so much has been sold off already. There's so little here. It's true. The only thing you know that that's, a, that's of any value here is in your mother's secretary-style desk, roller desk. Yeah, that's what she would want to check next, but she just would hit that. I imagine it would be near the door. So yeah, so if there's nothing obvious, that's the first place Nyx is going to go. She's going to peek in like every room on the on the way or whatever, but up to that desk to see if that plate is in there. Okay, and is she doing that with everybody else, or is that something she's going to do on her own? Uh, I don't think Nyx would be providing any direction. She's not, like, trying to get away, but, yeah, she's, she's acting on her own. Yeah, I think as soon as Atalia realizes that it's been searched, that she's just kind of trying to figure out what they were searching for and follow, like, the clues from whoever had come in here. Mm-hmm. And not following Nyx. And we totally shut the door. We definitely shut the door. And locked it. And Dilly's going to keep an eye on a window, just making sure. Dilly, for a moment as you're looking through the kitchen, you have a moment of double vision, where you are standing there looking at the kitchen as it is now, and the kitchen as it was during daytime, and making chittering sounds to yourself, and then it's gone. Oh. Okay, so what time of day is it now? Night. Just in case you didn't hear, Dilly's going to go stay by the uh, after this vision thing. He's going to go to the window and watch the front door so he can warn anybody if somebody is coming. Mm-hmm. And then to anybody else who is on this level, he will say like, so my metal son has been here, so be aware of that. Well, good thing your metal son's not here now. <laughs> Hopefully. So, Nix, you are heading up to your mother's room, mm-hmm. your parents' room, and you look in the secretary desk and most of us would search, though, but for some odd reason, that plate is still sitting there. 
as far as you can tell, I mean, obviously it was moved to some point or other, but it's almost like whoever was looking for it couldn't see it. Oh. Nyx is going to, I don't know, take the pillowcase off the bed and, like, not touch it directly. Try to wrap it up and take it. Are you going to try to touch it through the cloth, or are you just going to try to shake it into the bag, or what are you going to try to do? Yeah, she's trying... Mm, she's definitely trying not to, to touch it. So, yeah, sort of... Oh, you know what she's going to do? She's going to pull the drawer out, mm. dump it in the pillowcase, and then put it in her bag. Okay. There is something that wasn't obvious before, but there is a faint glimmer from the plate inside the bag. But than that, nothing. Okay. Any signs of, like, is there any, like, blood or... No. The bed isn't made, but it doesn't look like somebody tore it apart either. Uh, yeah, so Nyx will check the rest of the house, including the basement. It's definitely been searched over, but it doesn't look like anything's stolen that you can see. Yeah, not much left to steal there, huh? Hmm. It's weird, Dilly. Your metal son is pretty violent. Nyx has come back downstairs at this point. Mm-hmm. A little surprised and relieved, I guess. But this is bad. And then, I don't know if recent events and rumors or just Nyx's background or whatever. What would Nyx know about how these things go down? Like, when when people are investigated and arrested by the Queen? Like where Maybe things like where they're being held or how long it takes or... It's pretty shrouded in mystery outside the court. And there is a pretty heavy social incentive not to discuss it at all. You would probably need to be somebody relatively well-connected to really have any real knowledge about what's going on. There's probably lots of rumors going around, but only somebody who's got real connections to the crown would really have a chance of knowing what's really up. Is there anyone Nyx knows like that? Yes. Okay. Um, They go by Dr. Oz. No! (laughs) No! Dr. Oz. She's not going to go to Dr. Osper. She's going to come, she's going <laughs> to sort of address the group and be like, I, uh, they've, they've been arrested. There's, there's really no doubt about that, but it's, uh, we got to find where they're being held. But I think that, that we should see what Mama J knows first. Cause like she said that she would take care of this with, or she would take care of my dad's job and look what happened. Yeah. I mean, she seems to have a lot of resources anyway. I don't have any connections here anymore, so I think we have to go to her. Yeah, let's talk to Mama Jay. Then we can go see that Nano if we need to, And uh, but I don't want to wait, so... Let's go right now. It's best if we stay away from here, honestly. Yeah, why don't we just... Um, I'll cut a path for us the sneaky way, and we can go see Mama Jaren, like, right now. So, before we go, what do we do if we get there and find that... My metal son has kind of been there. To Mama Jay's? Yeah. Then we go back and find Stannis. There's no way that your metal son can know where we landed there. Okay, yeah. Because, well... We might as well snag the statues. Well, no, I bet Mama Jay could send people for him, maybe. Yeah, let's not mess with that. We've got Stannis with it. Stannis should be trustworthy anyway. Guess we'll find out. Let's go. Let's just go see Mama Jaren. I, I mean, we've done the ends of our bargain. We just need to sort this... Yeah, I just hope she's okay. Yeah. Uh, and as we leave, Dilly's going to re-up on the disguises, because they only last for an hour. Okay. Okay, and Talia will relock the door on their way out. Good call. Nobody's changing the locks or anything like that? No, just relocking <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. 
So you're going to head to Mama J's? Yeah. I assume, are you trying, well, you're disguised. Are you going to try to do so stealthily? I'll try to, like, take them the most, the least observant way. So. Okay. So I would say that with Dilly's disguises and Italia's abilities, that brings it down to a three for each of you. Dilly is trained in stealth, so it's a free. So it's a gimme for Dilly. Yep. I'm specialized. And it's a yeah. gimme for Italia. I am also now trained in my illusion esoteries, so that actually be a. I factored that oh, in. You did? Okay. All right, so we come around the Good corner. Okay. And Nyx? Three exactly. Okay. So you guys feel like you managed to get to Mama Jaren's without anybody noticing. And it's that same door in that same alley with the same sign out front that says Explorers Wanted. Inquire within. I knock on the door. There's a moment when the door opens and it's Mama Jaren looking just as put together as ever. The fire in her hearth. And she says, Italia! Nix, cha-cha, Dilly, it's such a delight to see you. You're back, God, much faster than I was expecting. Come in, come in. As we go in, Dilly drops the illusion and is doesn't say anything. Just a little, like, shit. She winks at you. Um, <laughs> Your statues are here. They're just outside of town. Oh, oh, where outside of town? By that one gate. Your, your good pal Stannis, who asked us about the door. He never told us about the door thing, and so La was like, what's the door? And we didn't know, just so you know. Italia, Italia, that's like, Mama J, your statues are outside the gate. Stannis is with them, but I don't know if you know, but my looks like my parents were arrested. Yes, I heard. Sorry about that. Can you tell me anything about it? It wasn't that difficult to really arrange things for your dad's job, but someone, I'm still not sure exactly who yet, started whispering suspicions at the court that your family was involved in some sort of nefarious undertakings and even though it didn't have your name your wanted poster may have been involved and then there was someone at the palace that recognized the description of cha-cha that was connected to your wanted poster and the queen she's a paranoid little brat who isn't old enough to know better Billy gas in the background. <laughs> Talia just like Nix is also impressed that she would say so. Little oh, wow. golf claps. Which incidentally, as you guys know, the queen is notable in Charmond for being 250 years old. Yes. She's the gem of Charmond. Just <laughs> I caught that too. She's skittish and impulsive. And I understand a little bit. I remember being that age, but it's she was all too willing to listen to whispers, so she had your parents arrested, and to be honest, I think mostly to see if it would help her catch you and Cha-Cha. It would draw you in. Oh, well, I mean, she was right about that, Mama J. Like, I'm drawn in. I'm going to figure this out, so. Yeah, you're going to take a moment to think about that and how we're going to do that together, though. She looks at Dilly and says, by the way, Dilly, I met a friend of yours. Oh. And she goes over to a box, comes out, she pulls out, and brings you over a burned and scored and dented forearm that you recognize from the automaton body and drops on a table in front of you and says, I'd like to think that the body work is beneath you because this was a little too easy. 
Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't work on that. Holy crap, though. You, you was, there was fine. You were fine. You're fine. You're okay. I wouldn't say I'm fine, Dilly. I'm annoyed. Uh, fair enough. Nope, that's fair. You see, we would love to fix these problems, but they're a little above our pay grade, so any sort of guidance or direction would be greatly appreciated because we hate to trouble you so much. And Ty looks really pained and desperate. Please? You've grown. <laughs> That's good to see. Well, it's not about me right now, is it? She smiles and she says, It's about each of you. It's about what you're each capable of. That's my job. And if you haven't figured that out by now, then... The others that you've met along your way didn't do their job. Is that why you're called the caller? You call people to you? It's very smart, Dilly. Very good. Don't get there yet? Dilly gives her a thumbs up and continues to look at the arm. So, downside is that your little friend, Dilly, is quite good at fabricating its own repairs. Shit, I... <sighs> yeah, no, I taught him that one. If I didn't know better, Dilly, I'd say it's got a little spark of you. I... you have no idea. It's definitely been making the rounds back here. If I didn't know better, Dilly, I think it was taunting you. It didn't do much, but it, it only seemed to do enough to... Honestly, it did what I would do if I wanted to get your attention. Which is what? Go everywhere you've been. Try to find something that would make you want to come back. Huh. It's not in the body it's supposed to be, Dilly. It can't pursue the way it normally does. Yeah. It needed to bring you to it. Oh, I wasn't even leading the charge on getting back here. That was all Nixon, uh, thing. You think so? Uh, yes. Wasn't the automaton at Nix's house, though? Yeah, but it wasn't. Unless that was the thing at the door that Nix's mom was talking about. I can't answer that. You, you said you saw that it had been in the kitchen earlier. There's no other reason it would have been there. I mean, the queen's the one who had them arrested, so there, she must be connected somehow. Well, it's it was retracing my path is what it seems, trying to look for things to pull me back. We don't know if it found anything there. Like Nix's parents were just welcomed the automaton in. No, like Nix's parents were gone when the automaton came by. Wasn't it just a few hours ago that we saw Nix's mom? Like, it hasn't been that long. Oh, that's right. It's all like the same day that we saw the, the projection of Nix's mom. It's been like hours, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. So you said Stannis is with the statues just outside of town? Yeah. Is that okay? I hope that's okay. We were in a bit of a hurry. She turns and she looks at the fire for a moment. And there's a moment while she stares at it in the silence. And then she turns back and says, it'll be fine. Merrick will meet up with her. Good. Get the statues. I also have some questions about ancient wars, but maybe not right now. That could fill libraries, Natalia. It's been a lot of wars. If there's one thing that humanoids excel at, it's finding new reasons to kill each other. Sometimes the reasons are better than others. Most of the time, it's not worth the cost. But you all did complete your task. And so you're all due payment. And she comes and she re reaches out and she hands you each your payment for collecting the statues. And she says, and honestly, she smiles at each of you and hands you an additional 250 shins each. <coughs> Since you won't be meeting up with Salah, but you did deliver. It's 250 on top of the first 250? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because Salah wanted you to find Stannis. Wait, I thought it was a 300 shin job, because Nick's got an advance of 100. Yeah, sorry, it was 300 shins each for the statues. 
and then you talk, you negotiate with Salah, two and fifty each. So, but now, my little lambs, what do you want to do next? Well, obviously, we need to save Nix's parents and take care of his tom-tom. Mm. And how would you propose going about that? All right, so, Mom Jay, I was thinking, I know this nano. She treats a lot of, of people at court. That bitch! She's a professional, Italia, and she treats a lot of people. So I wonder if I talk to her, maybe I could get some leads. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Also, I got this plate. I can't tell you where I got it, Mama Jay, but it's real weird. And I was wondering if maybe you would take a look at it. I look offended that you didn't ask me. So, I assume you're talking about Dr. Oz. Yeah, you know her? Yeah. Yeah, I know of her. I'm happy to take a look at the plate. You want to set it on the table? I personally don't want to set it on the table. But she'll, like, pull out the bag by the fabric at the top and set it down. It's in there. I, uh... Can somebody else pull it out? I don't really want to touch it. Natalia will do it. Is it, like, radioactive or something, or...? No, I just don't need anybody else knowing that I've touched it. Natalia has gloves on. She'll pull it out. You sit there, and that plate is there, faintly glowing. Mama Jaren smiles at it says, Normally I'd offer tea, but I think something stronger is needed. Do any of you have any interest in whiskey? Oh yeah, Mama Jay. I'm interested. She goes to that same box again and brings out a bottle of brown liquor and pours Nick's a drink. Did anybody else want to accept a drink from her or not? Yeah, Dilly will. Italia is trying to stay clear-headed if they're drinking. Mama Jaren looks at it and says, That's the society right there. All their ideals wrapped up into a little piece of synth and ceramic. A tradition of benevolence and perhaps a twisted vision of freedom. What? Family heirloom, I take it. I will not tell you that. That's fine. Your mother has teleportation attacks. Yes? Yes. Well, I'll tell you right now. There are hundreds of these plates all throughout Navarine. For the first time with your family, they did what they were supposed to do. And that's where we'll end this episode. What? What? Womp, womp, womp. So, Stace, something about Nick's for this episode. Man, I gotta say, like, as the culmination of, like, a little... It was very internal, so I don't know, like, how how much Nick's expressed it other than through urgency. But, Daniel, as you know, uh, there's a whole... <laughs> There are tenets for the society, and this whole little arc has been a conflict between two of them, which is our family travels beside us, so the people Nix is with, and then uh, parents are first among travelers, and so, like, caring for your parents, mm-hmm. and it has been our conflict this entire time, and uh, it was just kind of a relief and, and to get her back into Charmond, like, with everybody um, from a character perspective, and then finding about the plate was just too cool. Uh, well, I mean, we don't know a lot about it before. Sounds sick. It's definitely a pretty substantial plot point, minimally. Yeah, we could have pursued this so long ago. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently there's some uh, stuff around Dr. Oz that we could have been pursuing a whole lot earlier. Bad bitch. I'm ready to pursue some shit with her. (laughs) I love how salty (laughs) Italian is. Italian's like, you gotta fix this. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't even know what a scan is. 
So we have a session that we do each week called Player Intrusions, and that is where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something we think you would absolutely dig. This week it is Samson's turn. Samson, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? This week, I would like to offer an XP for people to go look at 3Blue, 1Brown on YouTube. It is a YouTube channel run by this guy named Grant Sanderson, I believe his name is. And what he does is basically like explain semi-complex or other mundane math in like very intuitive visual ways. I found him, I think, when I was trying to like... Yeah, I was looking for uh, stuff on linear algebra because I was in a linear algebra class. Chris. And he has like this whole series going, like explaining like why matrices, what everything is doing. But he also does stuff on like calculus, weird numbers, like he has this huge number, the monster or something. He does stuff about like neural networks and like Fourier series and all that. And even if you're not huge on math, like even if you have like PTSD from high school because you had bad math teacher, because most people do, it's totally fine. He's basically the Mr. Rogers of math. Ooh, that sounds therapeutic. Mm. It it is therapeutic, and he has a very calming voice, very like nurturing. I think it's probably the best way to describe it. Okay, and he just he describes all these incredibly complex math stuff with like very intuitive, clear uh, visualizations, and it's mm. delightful. Just a delightful thing to watch, and it doesn't make you feel like an idiot. It's amazing. Do, does he have statistics videos? I believe so. He had one on the. Uh, on like the math behind epidemiology and how like exponentials grows. Yeah. Came out in March when the everything happened. That sounds like a great time to learn about how the everything happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So three blue, one brown. He's on YouTube. Type in three B, one B if you want to be efficient about it. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, if people wanted to reach out to us to tell us about what they think of the show or three B, one B, how would they do that? Well, to make it extra simple, they would head on over to our website, which is explorerswanted.fm, and they would see that we're all over the social medias. We are very active on Twitter, where we're at Explorers Wanted, and we're on Instagram at Explorers Wanted Podcast. We have a Facebook page, which is just Explorers Wanted. And then if you really want to socialize, interact with us as individuals, you should come hang out in our Discord channel, which is also Explorers Wanted. And yeah, the other thing you could do is if you're interested in supporting us in other means other than socializing and tweeting us, which we love, be our Patreon. We have goals. We've got big goals that we want to reach one day. We would love it if you would help us get us there if you are capable, obviously not obligated, but we have big dreams, namely another campaign. But that's another story. Anyways explorerswanted.fm, go to our website, links to everything, come hang out, Discord, the end. Awesome. And if you like the show, if you enjoyed what you heard today, the best thing that you could do for us is to tell a friend and tell them what you liked about the show and why they should listen to it. The second best thing you could do for us is leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or Stitcher. Those written reviews, specifically if they're detailed, make a huge difference in people trying out our show for the first time, which is an enormous help. If you didn't like the podcast, if you just thought it was meh, well, then perhaps try out a podcast of your own. You'll need a studio space and properly treated recording equipment. There are many choices, but I'd like to remind you that so much of what you hear is conducted via tiny bones 
in your ear canal. So lash together a microphone of bone and sinew. Taste the sticky, sweet sounds it makes when you press your lips close to it. And revel in a new dark future. You're here now, right beside us. Welcome to our ranks. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. Find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. Send me pictures of bone microphones at Slam Potato. Tell me about your statistics or microbiology course at I'm on a hike. All one word, no apostrophes, okay, thanks. <laughs> That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. And bye. bye. Samson, what can we help do to help you kill Dilly? <laughs> I love Dilly. I mean, Dilly can test the parachute, so.